It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. That means good evening in French because I'm from France. My name is Simon Marcel. Bonjour. We're going to talk love and we're going to talk relationships, but I want to thank you for all the voicemails. Uh, I get them in the morning, so usually after the show, some of you leave me your voicemails with questions and I get it after my producer Jill in the morning and then I get another pack in the afternoon before the show. So I, I really appreciate that and I know I'm, you know, it's one by one, so... Thank you for your patience, but rest assured that I, A, appreciate it very much, and two, I'll get to them one by one, little by little. That said, it's time for you calls now, 855-905-8255. The lines of the rendezvous are yours. If you want to share a romantic story that happened to you, the rendezvous is the show for that. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Adrienne. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand something romantic happened to you, and, and I want to know what, what it is. Yeah, well, um, you know, I was doing some online speed dating. I've never done that before. It was the first time and the, uh, the last time I'd done it. But um, So I was on this online speed dating thing, and um, it was weird because, you know, everything's by screen, and um, it's really hard to tell people's characters and things like that. But um, there was a match between me and someone. Um, and actually, when he he reached out to me, um, said that, uh, you know, I was a breath of fresh air and that he felt mm. awkward too at the online speed dating. It was his first time as well. And um, that he thought it was beautiful and um, a joy to, to talk to. And... We had a date also afterwards, so... <laughs> wow, good. How yeah. did that make you feel when he said these words? Oh, it's so, I mean, it's so refreshing to hear these types of words. So, like, you know, from the heart. And, yeah, I, I think it's because it's from the heart that, that really, uh, yep. it really resonated with me. I like that. Listen, that, the simplicity of romance is, is when you feel like you did, and he said what he did, just simplicity... And the truth. Thank you so much, Adrienne, for sharing that very nice story. And I wish both of you many, many years of happiness. Thank you so much, Simon. Coming up, I am going to go to my voicemail and listen to Mike's uh, question because I think he has a major dilemma with his fiancée and I want to try my best to help him. Mike's voicemail is next. When you have a question for me, any hour of the day, 24-7, just call 855-905-8255 and leave me a voicemail with your question, like Mike just did. Hi, uh, good evening. My name is Mike, and I have a big problem. My fiancé, who we're getting ma I'm getting married to in three weeks, was supposed to go to her daughter's uh, overnight. I called her daughter up because she was supposed to call, so I know that she got there, okay? And her daughter said, she's not here. To be honest with you, she's cheating on you. So now I asked my fiancé that, and she denies it. She says that my future daughter-in-law is lying, but I do know that my future wife has cheated on me once before, and she admitted that it, um, I was just wondering what you thought of that and what I should do. Uh, Mike, thanks for the voicemail. I'm sorry to hear this. Um, I think I have a solution for you, so I'll answer that next.
what should you do if, uh, like Mike, who just admitted voicemail, uh, you just find out that your fiancé apparently cheated on you again for the second time, and it's her daughter, maybe your future daughter-in-law, who told you that. So, Mike, first of all, I'm sorry for you uh, and that happened. Here's what I would do. A, I would certainly not get married anytime soon. So you've got to put a hold on the marriage. Figure out what happened. Give yourself time. Go to couple therapies together. Uh, this is a very complex situation you're in. And I think it, when you don't know what to do, it's better to abstain. So uh, I would not move forward with the wedding. I would take my time to question uh, my fiancé. And understand, this is not the first time you said it happened. And I would like you to ask yourself this difficult question, Mike. Why would I want to link and be married for the rest of my life to somebody who has already cheated on me at least once? The answer is yours. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'll let you think about the answer. I hope that helps you. Good luck to you, Mike. Thanks for the voicemail. You call the next. Bonjour, Lynn. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on with your boyfriend? So I I feel like my boyfriend's really falling in love with me, which is amazing. But I feel like he doesn't want to have ooh-la-la with me very much anymore. And I'm very confused. That is confusing indeed. So um, how long have you been together? Uh, five months. Five months. So early on. Okay. When the first, let's say, two months... How often you guys a week had ooh-la-la? Maybe four or five times. And now? One or two. And do you see something that has happened in the, in the ooh-la-la in the bedroom? Maybe he lost no. confidence? Or is, it, is that anything from your point of view that could explain this slowdown? No, nothing's happened. That's why I'm very confused. Okay. And on the other side... You said he's falling in love with you. So what are the signs that he's falling in love with you? Um, I just feel like his priority is in ooh-la-la. It's just like we've become more best friends. But that doesn't mean he's falling in love with you. I mean, I feel like yeah. it's almost like friends zoning you. But wh where is the falling in love part? I mean, he, he's just become a lot more affectionate and has really like stepped up in terms of being with my friends and family. But it's just... I don't know. It's like the only issue is in that department. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you a tough question, but we got to know the truth. Would you stay with somebody or for a long time if the Urala doesn't come back? I don't know. Maybe, but it would be really hard. Here's why maybe not it would be better. Because when we are in a relationship or you know, a marriage and we don't feel desired by our partner, we fade away. It's like a flower without the sun. It's like, oh, you know, the grass without the, the rain. If there is no desire, we cannot grow a relationship in a healthy way. Yeah. So accepting the fact after only five months that he's not so into you physically and romantically and doesn't want to ooh with you much, that's not a good sign. And I think you guys have a talk about this. Maybe you talk, say, listen, we can be best friends and stop dating uh, but if we're dating, we need to talk about what's going on between you and I because I cannot be with somebody who doesn't want me a lot romantically. Yeah, definitely. Right? And then you, you'll see from his answers what's going on. Maybe this man doesn't need a lot of ooh-la-la. Maybe he just thinks that love means, you know, no ooh-la-la, just friend-zoning. But I feel it's actually friend-zoning you. And basically, 
the femininity, the beautiful femininity you have as a woman is being, you know, dismissed, doesn't exist. You become just a friend. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad you called me. Have a great talk about this. Good luck to you and have a good night. You too, Simon. How long should you stay with somebody that doesn't desire you anymore, but everything else is great? Let's talk about that next. How long should you stay with somebody that does not desire you physically, ooh-la-la-wise, but everything else is great? And that's a question that I think most couples that have been together for a long time have to go through. Dry spells uh, can last months, years, for real, years. I've had some callers that you know, hadn't touched each other, no ooh-la-la for years. They're still together. The problem is that if you stay with somebody who doesn't desire you anymore, there's a part of you that is slowly dying. Because while we are alive and we have a partner, once in a while we have to ulala, And not because we must ulala, because we want and all need to be desired. And that's something that is very difficult to handle over many, many years because you've built a solid family, a solid relationship. And sometimes it happens, friends of mine have told me that, you lose total desire for your partner. So how do you get it back? I'll tell you that next. What should you do if you're happy with your partner, but your partner doesn't desire you? Or maybe you don't desire your partner, but everything else is great. What should you do to bring back this spark? What can you do? A, you have to surrender to the truth and talk about it. A, you know, we need to be creative. B, don't rush to anything ooh wise Go back to the basic of how all it started. Go on a date. Dress up, look good, feel good, smell good, like you did the beginning. Break the routine. Go places you've never been. Take your car right now. I know it's crazy, but you know, remember when you were, I don't know, 20 years old? Have you ever had a night of ooh on the roof? Stuff like that. I'm telling you, no matter how old you are, you've got to do something more spontaneous. And it all starts by having dinner because that's exciting but safe. And after that, the world is yours. Don't give up on ooh if you're in a relationship. It's the heartbeat of romance, the connection and the chemistry. I hope that helps. You call the next. You have a question for me about your relationship. Call the rendezvous now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lise. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So what's going on in your relationship? How can I help you? Well, I don't know. I'm kind of realizing that I think my boyfriend might be, I don't know if he's a little self-absorbed or just in his little bubble, own bubble, but just basically, you know, I've had a lot going on with this whole pandemic and everything that's going on. And I've been a little bit stressed out or sad. And he always takes it personally as if it has something to do with him. He's like, oh, um, are you sad because I might be moving? And, you know, he might be moving like a half hour away, but that's the least of my troubles. Like, I, you know, I'm going through a lot. I haven't seen my family. I've lost a few friends in this pandemic. And it has more to do with that. But I I get offended every time he's like, oh, well, is it because I did this or is it because I did that? And I'm like, I didn't even realize you did that. What are you talking about? Like, so I don't know. I I just feel like he's been a little bit self-absorbed or in his own little bubble. And I don't really know how to confront the situation. Okay. First of all, I'm very sorry for your loss. Um, that's just the tragedy of Thank what's you. going on. So very sorry to hear this. Um, Thank you. I have a question for you. 
you are very clear in explaining to me what's going on. Um, have you talked about it with him as clearly? No, I haven't. I don't. I didn't really know how to go about it, and I don't want to like start an argument because I don't. I just didn't know if I was taking things the wrong way. So I haven't really because confronted him. I just was like confused by it, and then you know, left it at the that. word confrontation is maybe hard because what he's doing is not against you. He needs to learn from you. You need to guide him in what you want him to to be like. Sometimes more often, um, sometimes men are not as mature as women, <laughs> to say the least. So, um, what I would like you to do maybe is to, you know, have a conversation, uh, not a confrontation, a conversation, and then okay. you say, listen, you know, here's what's going on lately in my life, and I know you often think it's about you, but I want to tell you once and for all, it's not. And then you tell him exactly like you told me, what's happening? You haven't seen your family. Unfortunately, you yeah. lost a couple of friends to all this virus, that you stressed out to the max, and you need support. You don't need to comfort him all the time. There's nothing wrong with him, things are good, but you're going through a very, very difficult time and you need support, you don't need questions. Okay, I think you're right. I'll just have to talk to him a little bit more about it. Yeah, just reassure him and explain to him exactly how you feel, just like the way you told me. Clear, calm, simple, straight to the point. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for calling, Liz. Good luck to you and have a good night. You too, Simon. Changing gears, I got a voicemail from Katie who has a question about how to get closure uh, from her partner and she needs my help. So her voicemail is next. If you have a question for me, 24-7, any time of the day, pick up the phone and call 855-905-8255. Leave me a voicemail with a question, just like Katie did. Hi, Simon. Um, my name's Katie and I'm calling because I have a question about what it means when you ask someone for closure and to say goodbye to you and they won't give it to you. Um, thank you. Ah, Katie, that's a good question. What does it mean when somebody doesn't want to give you closure and you need closure? Uh, I'm going to tell you what it means next. What does it mean when you've been in a relationship for a while, um, you guys broke up, you want closure, you want to know what happened, a new partner doesn't want to give you closure, doesn't want to answer. What does it mean when a partner doesn't want to give you closure? It means they're not proud of the answer. They know the answer will make them feel shameful, will make them feel little, because the answer is ugly. So here's my advice, Katie. Don't look for the answer, you already have it. When it's finished, it's finished. And you don't need to hear the ugly truth, in my opinion. When it's over, the best is to bury the past and get ready for another relationship. And that's why he doesn't want to give you the answer of why he ended the relationship. Because it's not a nice one, trust me. Uh, I hope that helps and gives you closure. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Shanice. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Shanice. What's going on with your boyfriend? How can I help you? Well, he's not my boyfriend yet, but hopefully we'll get there. So, you know, I really like this guy, and he is just so um, withdrawn. You know, like, he says, well, I'm not ready to be in a relationship, but we, we have such great chemistry. I really, really like him, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to show him that I'm here for him and that we can have something great. And he'll come out of this shell a little bit, and then he'll just, like, withdraw and go back in. 
And, you know, it was cute at first, but, it, you know, it is really frustrating because I'm not dating anyone else. And I just want to know if I should continue to keep trying or if I should just move on. Sure. Um, have you guys had ooh-la-la together? No, not, well, not the ooh-la-la. Maybe just a ooh, but not a <laughs> Just the ooh, <laughs> not the ooh-la-la. Okay. Yeah. So, um... If you were talking to your best girlfriend and she would ask you the same question, would you tell her to keep, you know, uh, hitting that brick wall? Or would you tell her, listen, uh, move on the side and find somebody else that is not damaged and who's willing to be in a relationship? I would tell my best girlfriend to move on. Absolutely. That's it. That's what I do sometimes with myself that I don't know. So if I said to my best friend, guy friend, okay, what's, what should I do? It's like your intuition, right, Janice? If you don't know, you ask your intuition. And remember, it has to come from him, the desire to change. It's just the way it is. We have to be with somebody who wants to be with us too, who wants the same thing, who wants the relationship, who wants to be exclusive, or who wants, or who doesn't. But just we have to be on the same page. Yeah, you're right. That was so, good. You're right. Okay, sorry to be a Debbie Downer tonight, but you know, yeah. I'm here to protect your heart. Thank you, Simon. You got it, Chinese. Good luck to you. Find yourself a good man and have a good night. Thank you. Bye. Key question to finish the rendezvous tonight. Do you prefer to talk on the phone or by text when you're dating someone? Let's talk about that next. Do you prefer to talk on the phone or text when you're dating someone? And it's very interesting, also with the age, uh, how we react to the way we want to communicate to each other. So I posted that on my social media, and I hope you follow me at Rendezvous Radio. Great stuff all the time. Um, we're all working on it daily, at Rendezvous Radio. Follow your humble servant. I'm here. So uh, you voted massively on that one. 54% uh, of you said, I'd rather talk than text with my partner when we're dating. And 46% of you said, no, I prefer to text my partner than talking on the phone directly. Now, I'm almost certain that there's two things. A, the older generation prefer to talk than text. B, I think that women prefer to talk on the phone than guys. Uh, as we know, uh, guys usually like to text and talk a little less than women. Uh, I like both, so it would be difficult for me to say. But I'm a talker, so I would say talk on the phone is better than text. That's just me. Thank you so much for being with me tonight. Thank you for you know your questions. Thank you for trusting me. I wish you love life. And let me wish you a wonderful and peaceful night. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.